0: guys and welcome to episode 20 of Axing the Future. I'm your host Axel. In today's episode we're going to be talking to John who is 27 years old. He's from Melbourne. He has over 135,000 followers on TikTok, posting some awesome gaming content. He also almost has 10,000 followers on Twitch and now has the partner requirements. But anyway, welcome John.
1: All right. thanks for having me.
0: That's so awesome. So for the people that don't know about you, can you tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'm John, or go by John Z. Um, I am a Twitch streamer slash content creator, I guess. Um, previously, I have worked for about four or five years in corporate uh, corporate workplaces. So uh, I was at a consulting firm just recently, but uh, due to COVID, I actually, uh, actually lost my job. So I decided, well, I'm doing streaming at the moment part-time, uh, why not? why not try and try and do something a little bit more full on. So I tried to take it full time content creation. Uh, so going full time on Twitch and and uh, content creation across TikTok. And yeah, it's been been going really, really well so far. As you said, um, we just applied for partner. So that's super exciting, um, but yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I've been I've been in a most of a your streams, I think, for the last week and, and I'm loving it. So, I mean, going full-time I think was a good decision because what are you averaging, like 100-ish viewers?
1: Yeah, so it, it fluctuates a little bit. It's a bit of an interesting one because um, there's things on Twitch called hosts and raids and when Twitch is actually looking at your partner application, um, they don't include raids and hosts. So, if, for example, you get a raid of, say, 150 people, Mm. um that doesn't actually count towards your average um oh. they, they they look at concurrent viewership so if, if you do get a raid you have to hold those viewers for a certain amount of time for it to to count um so aside from that though through tiktok um obviously growing my tiktok on the side has helped a hell of a lot i've converted a lot of followers from my tiktok to come across to my twitch but yeah you, you are right we're averaging at the moment Last time I looked, I think for September, we're on about 100 average. So looking Jeez. pretty good. Looking pretty good. But um, you never know. You never know what Twitch is looking for. You never know what the market's like as well. So fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, totally. So we're going to dive in a little bit deeper to your Twitch streaming and uh, kind of content creation. So why and what age did you start like uh, considering streaming and doing it?
1: Yeah, great one. I, um, I actually have sort of been uh, a Twitch user for... I think almost. I think my account was created eight years ago, so it's it's been a it's been something that I've always sort of always um, sort of had my eye on. I sort of grew up watching uh, Soda Poppin, and uh, Recful, a lot of the I guess you would consider like more veteran streamers on Twitch at the moment. Um, and I sort of grew up watching them, but with Australian internet, it was never really feasibly an option to to sort of take streaming full-time or even really dip your toes into it just because it was so hard to get a stable internet connection like our download speeds weren't that great um and obviously just recently with MBN, it's allowed a lot more australian content creators to really get involved in twitch and i think it's absolutely awesome to see all of the up-and-coming australian uh, content creators, not only across Twitch, but also across YouTube as well. And I know a few people who have, who've have obviously been on the, the X mixer who have come across to Twitch now. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been really great. And I think that, um, yeah, it's sort of, it wasn't really like a flick the switch moment where I was like, Hey, I'm going to do this right now. It was kind of something that I've always had my eye on. I've always enjoyed creating content, but there wasn't before TikTok, um, and before, even before I sort of started streaming on Twitch there wasn't really much of an avenue for myself that I found I really um could successfully do it i mean obviously there's youtube um and 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 youtube is great but i think that youtube you have to sort of really differentiate yourself a lot you have to really put yeah. a lot of effort into your uh your content and and your edits and whatnot not that that wasn't something that i wanted to do but for example, with TikTok, you can literally whip up a video in a minute and it can get, you know, if if it trends, you can get like a million views from something that took yeah. you a minute. But with YouTube, there's a lot of rendering, a lot of processing, a lot of time that goes into it. Not, not yeah. saying that you shouldn't get into YouTube as soon as possible, but I think that TikTok really does allow for someone who may be, you know, sitting on the edge of content creation to 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 really get uh get their get their hands steady and get get some content out pretty quickly. But um, yeah, I guess in terms of Twitch, it wasn't really a flick the switch moment. It was more just, um, I slowly sort of were talking to my friends and I was like, Oh, you know, it'd be funny if I sort of sort of streamed on Twitch. I've been a gamer like all of my life. I grew up gaming, yeah. grew up, um, you know, all consoles like PC, I'm a PC gamer. but I've, I've, you know, I've got an Xbox, I've got a PS4, I've got like Nintendo. It's one of, it's, it's sort of something that I've grown up with. And when I, had the opportunity to to really just give streaming a go, um, I sort of just just did it, and it was, it was it, you know I've, I've loved every minute of it. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's awesome. So I was chatting to my friends uh, earlier today, and um, I told that I was doing a podcast with you. And a question that they wanted me to ask was, they they want to do streaming and things like that, but their family because it's you know being inside and being on a screen don't encourage them a lot is there any way or did your did your family always encourage you to do gaming and do streaming or did you kind of have to convince them why it's good
1: yeah i think that's a really good point i think that um you know the the stigma around gaming has always been well anyway when i was growing up it's always sort of been like you know gaming is something you do part time you sort you sort of do it to 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 you know Enjoy, I guess it's not, it wasn't really ever seriously considered something that you could take full time and make a career out of. And I think that in the last you know three, four, five years, like it has really picked up speed in sort of the esports scene. Um, you, you see now like the Dota International racks, you know, it has an insane prize pool, and some of the athletes in there, like, and I say athletes because they are athletes. You know, the mind, the mind, and the 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 body one i mean their their skills are unmatched um and i think that you know it 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 brings me, brings me great joy to be able to say that to say you know that they are esports athlete athletes and i mm-hmm. think that when you look at something like that and then you also look at um you know someone like obviously laser beam who five years ago was a um you know laying concrete and now look at him he's got you know 16 17 million subscribers on youtube um yeah. and I think that to, to, I guess to answer the question of how to sort of get started if your family may not agree with it is there's two sort of ways. The way that I see it is, whenever you have a um, like a, a problem or an issue, I think whenever you bring a problem or an issue or, or a point of conjecture to, to to your family or or to you know someone that you're having a conversation with, the best way to 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 go about it, I think, is to to educate. I think you know if 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 you do want to start streaming and your parents may may not um may not agree with it I think the best thing to do is you know educate them like don't don't just say I want to start streaming um this is what I'm doing blah 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 like actually show them what streaming is and tell them tell them about it and educate them and maybe try and get them to to watch some of the streamers that you like um and and maybe just sort of show them what you want to be and what 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 sort of um, avenue you want to take with 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 streaming, and I think that um, you look at a lot of the um, yeah, like in the past, you look at a lot of the the situations that arise and the conversations that happen. Um, they really do, you know, sort of revolve around oh, you know, gaming gaming's just something you do on the side; it's not something that you'd seriously ever ever take as a career. And I think that unless we we I think as, as a younger generation, I think to to it's our job to educate, you know, I think as you go to school and you get education from your teacher, I think there's always opportunity for, for the student to, to teach the teacher. If, if you know what I mean? Like, I think that yeah. if we're able to have that two way, two way conversations with, with our parents and with, with our family members, I think that um it it's only going to help grow the industry and, and and foster um the ability for us to to do what we love um yeah
0: i I really love that perspective i've never i've never thought of that perspective that's really awesome
1: yeah it's uh it's it's kind of funny i do get that question quite a lot in my stream um where people will come in and they say uh they'll come in and they'll say um that exact question you know how how do i convince my parents to if it's not how do i convince my parents to start streaming it's how do i convince my parents that i want to get a gaming pc and i think the answer is the same anytime you you want something you have to convince you have to you have to convince someone to invest in you you know and if it's your parents to invest money in you if you really want that gaming pc show them why you want that gaming pc and tell them Mm. and convince them don't just say I want the gaming PC to play games. Say, yeah. "I want the gaming PC because I want to a network and socialize with my friends because every all of my friends have have gaming PCs and we we connect together and we spend time together and we have a have an amazing amount of fun together when we play together, you know? And then you tie that in with the with your streaming and you explain that you know, I watch these great streamers on Twitch. I really I really aspire to them. I look up to them. They're they're my heroes you know and i want i want to be like them and i think that if if you sort of bring a little bit of emotion into it as well it just sells the point even more so that that's sort of what I'd say to anyone that's trying to um convince their parents to to um i guess either get a gaming pc or or let them stream
0: i love that i, I really love that perspective i'm a bit like i've 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 chatted to a lot of streamers, but I don't think I've ever heard a perspective like that. Actually, that's awesome. But moving on, uh, I've kind of like over the last few days when um, you said you could hop on this podcast, I've looked at your chat to see what some like regular asked type of questions were. And one I saw that came up a lot is, uh, you know, when when people start streaming, or it could often take a fair few months, they often have close to zero viewers, which can be really demotivating. What did you reckon is some encouragement or tips to help them get through that kind of early stage of almost having no viewers?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think yeah, it is a question that I get um, quite a lot, and it's funny because I never really think that I'm in that like, you know, I'm I'm not a I'm not in an any at any by any means in a, a an amazing streamer at all. You know, I I I, I almost feel a bit humbled, sort of having, like uh, you know asking getting asked that that question, but to my view is there's two sides to it there's, there's I guess two two points that I want to raise one is um, one is really around and it's quite brutal to be honest um, but one is around if you if you're streaming to zero viewers um, something's not working and that's not that's not anything to do with you as a person it's not anything to do with the way that you uh, portray yourself it just may simply be that you're playing the wrong game or you're not letting people know that you're going live or you're not um pushing your content out on other platforms right and that that's that's what i'd start with if you if you're streaming to zero viewers there's probably something that's not particularly working for you at the moment and that's that's no reason to give up at all there's no reason to give up i when i first started streaming i think for the first 3 months i would stream maybe 2 3 days a week and i'd stream for 5 hours to two viewers or one viewer right and i remember i asked myself i said well you know what what am I doing wrong here? Like, what why am I not getting any viewers? And I thought to myself, well, okay, who who knows that I'm a streamer? Who knows that I'm streaming? And I thought, well, now you ask, so I don't, I haven't actually really told anyone, you know. So what I did was I started telling my friends, telling my family, and I didn't just tell them, hey guys, I'm streaming on Twitch, come see, chum, come check me out. I said to them, hey guys, I'm just starting to stream on Twitch. When you get when you meet these requirements and I explain the requirements of the three average viewers, the um, amount of the 50 followers that you need. I was like, Mm -hmm. when you get these requirements, you get affiliate status on Twitch. And that's something that I really aspire to get. That's the, I guess the first, one of my first goals for streaming. Um, I'd absolutely love if you guys would come across and give me some support. Even if, you know, you didn't hang out in the stream, just being part of the part of the journey and, and, and being in chat and, and, Chucking me a follow that that would mean the world to me, and I think that that it's it's almost two different um, perspectives that that you're giving if if when you're giving um, when you're searching for 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 people to support you. I think as long as you can tell you know tell people why um, why you want their support, that's really important. Um, but in terms of um, I guess the the clear cut case of you know I'm streaming and I'm not getting any growth, I'm not seeing any growth, I'm not getting any new followers, um, the, the best, as i sort of flowing on for the point before, the best thing to do is to ask yourself why, right? And then the second thing I would say is network, 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 network. Find other streamers, right? Find other streamers who are on the journey with you, right? Find other streamers who are A, looking to grow, B, who are small, right? And C, who are friendly, because if you find people with those three traits, hang out in their streams, make friends with them, make friends with their community, join their Discord communities, um, get involved, and always have the always have the mindset that you're going to get out what you put in. So if you go and hang out in other people's community, spend time in their community, I guarantee you. Members of their community and the streamer themselves will return the favor because it's human nature to want to give back, um, and I think that that's a really important thing. And I guess a point that I didn't raise, but is also really important, is that Twitch doesn't have much discoverability in terms of if I'm browsing on the Twitch page or on the Twitch website or on Twitch app, whichever one you're using, it's mm. it's very hard to because you know thousands and thousands of streamers, it's very hard to find smaller streamers like they get buried 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 under the viewers that have under the streamers that have lots of viewers or um promoted streams or whatnot so what i'd say to that is think about other social media platforms twitter youtube tiktok instagram even snapchat as well like think about how you can create content on those platforms that bring in that can help bring in and ch- and funnel viewers and uh, engagement into your Twitch stream. So, for example, um, with TikTok, right? If you have a TikTok account, start posting clips of your stream. Start posting uh, gaming memes or relatable content to gaming to 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 gaming memes or or, or just relatable content to get, around gaming, um, and let people know that you're a streamer on Twitch. Whether that's having it in your bio on TikTok, having it in the comments on one of your videos, on, on all of your videos. like it's it, There's a whole lot of um, uh, very easy ways to let people know that you're a Twitch streamer. And I think that once people sort of get the idea that you're a Twitch streamer and that you're sort of more known to, as being a Twitch streamer or a streamer in general, if you stream on YouTube... Like these are, mm-hmm. th- these things are, I guess, interchangeable between platforms. Like, you know, if, you, if you're a YouTube streamer, if you're, you're a Twitch streamer, same sort of thing. Um, yeah. So I think that's sort of what, where, what I would say in terms of um, wanting to grow and wanting to ma- maybe feeling a little bit discouraged by not having any viewers. Um, I think what I would, a final, I guess, you know, a, a final point I'd say that is probably the most important thing that I'll say this whole podcast is you need to enjoy yourself, right? You have to be enjoying what you're doing. So irrelevant of everything I've said, if you like playing Rocket League, but you're not getting many viewers, but you really enjoy playing Rocket League, play Rocket League. Play Rocket League and be the best Rocket League streamer you can possibly be. Don't worry about if someone playing Fall Guys is getting 20 more viewers than you or your friend that's playing <clears throat> Valorant is getting, you know, 6 more viewers than you. Don't don't worry about that. Don't don't compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to yourself, and if you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself and you just generally have a good vibe when you're streaming, people will want to hang out. A lot of people come to my streams, and most of the time, they'll say, "Oh, I'm not even really actually paying attention to the game. Like you could be playing golf, you could be you know, playing any game, and I think that the thing that people enjoy is that they come to my stream because they like just having a good vibe, and they like, you know, having a having a good time, just hanging out and chatting. Um, and I think that if you can if you can get that with your community, then that's absolutely amazing. But yeah, I would, yeah. I would just say you know make sure you're having fun because at the end of the day, a viewer will be able to pick up if you're not enjoying a game. So don't feel like you have to go and play. You know a certain game if you don't enjoy it play what you yeah. like and just just try and enjoy yourself
0: i really love that far out this is such a good podcast <laughs> I, I i i'm gonna i'm so excited to go listen to this after but i see the point that you made there you know about they come in for you often not for the game because i mean coming from a fellow viewer me um you know i'm i might not be the biggest fan of i think you've been playing some spell break bit of four guys yeah. bit of everything and i'm I, I mean i don't even know what spell break is to be honest and I, it's kind of the same with low who's my yeah. other like idol Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and i've just i now that i'm thinking about it i don't come in to watch i, I necessarily watch you guys you know as a pro gamer it, like just game i, I just noticed the amount of time i'm there and just wanting to have a conversation and like just feeling that vibe like it's I've just noticed how important that is.
1: Yeah, I think I think being able to. So one of my mantras when I started gaming, uh oh, sorry, started streaming was, um, and this might sound cheesy, it might sound corny, it might sound whatever your take is. Like, but my mantra was, when people come into my stream, I a, if they follow, I always try and read out the follows. I always try and read out if someone follows, I'll always read out and say hey, hey, mate, thanks for following. Like, welcome to the stream because that's already bridging the gap to the follower. It's already starting the conversation. And if secondary, if they say, hey, in chat, if it's their first time or if I, you try and read every message, try and respond to every message you can, especially if you're starting out. I think that if I, as a viewer, go into a streamer's chat and say if they're a small streamer, if I go into a streamer's chat and they're a small streamer and I say, hey, and if, if someone replies to me, I almost feel obliged. Like I have to have a conversation with them. And I think that's great. I think if you can make a viewer feel obliged to have a conversation with you or be, feel obliged to be involved in the stream, then it, it almost bridges that gap of a viewer that will just come into a stream, say, Hey, maybe doesn't get a reply and then just jets out. Um, yeah. I think if you can do that, that's, that's, that's really, really important. Um. I think having a welcoming stream is nice. Obviously, as you you know, you look at some of the streamers like XQC or or some of the bigger streamers. Like you, there is no way you're gonna be able to read chat when that like with a stream like that. But I think if you at least start by being an engaging streamer, then you'll your viewers will 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 learn to love hanging out in your streams.
0: Yeah, and I think that's um, a bit added on to that is something. I think that's a reason why a lot of people come back to your streams and same with like Lo and uh, Aiden and those those guys. That even though you're having that chat that's going pretty fast, like I I have been averaging like eight, nine viewers and when I'm playing I find it hard enough (laughs) to read read a couple chats a minute. But like I I think that's something that makes you and I mean that community of, you know, Lo, Aiden, uh, Jake and all those guys unique and I think that's, probably one of the biggest reasons why I'm often in the streams.
1: Yeah. And like, I think that, you know, I look at someone like, like low and someone like Aiden and someone like Jake uh, and even, you know, like legend daily. Like, I think that mm. um, they, they all have a very welcoming community. And I, the, the thing that I find really powerful about Twitch communities is even though, for example, my, my community, even though, you know, I have a community, my community stretches across about five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 different other communities. And it almost becomes this big community. Like you'll go and hang out in, for example, I hang out in low stream and I see viewers from my stream in there. And then, I'll then you know, Aiden will come out and hang in my stream and he'll see viewers from his stream in my stream. And it's kind of like this cool little, um, this cool little bubble that we have. And, and the good thing about it is... Um, it's not like we don't try and like close off our community. Like if I go and see one of my viewers in low streams or my viewers in Aiden streams, I'm like, that's sick. Like, awesome guys. Like let's vibe with Aiden. Or let's vibe with low. That's like, I'm all for it. Like hundred percent. Like I think it's, it's, it's uh it's a really cool. Um, it's a really cool little thing that's going on.
0: Yeah, totally. So we've we've covered a lot of the Twitch. We've covered a bit of TikTok, but I want to dive a bit deeper into that. So, why and at what point did you start like thinking that I'm gonna just try out TikTok and see how it goes? Yeah,
1: good good one. I, ah, uh, full transparency. I remember when I first saw I was watching YouTube, watching PewDiePie, and he used to do a lot of TikTok videos like ages, ages ago. I remember seeing it. I was like. Like what is this TikTok thing? I don't understand it. Like I don't get it, and I just kind of like didn't think anything anything of it. And then one of my one of my good friends, I'm sure uh, I'm sure you know him, uh, Hioi. He's an Australian streamer. Oh yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he, I remember going. He he showed me, and he was he was showing me his TikToks, and he was showing me his sort of streaming tips that he was doing on TikTok, and I was like. Oh, you know, that's pretty cool. Like I have a few people come into my stream every now and then asking for for twitch twitch advice and streaming tips. And I was like, mm. uh, you know, that that could be pretty cool. And then I kind of was at a point on my Twitch with my Twitch streaming where I kind of plateaued with viewers. I was kind of sitting, I think, at about 25 or 30 viewers, and it wasn't really growing as much as I sort of would have liked. And I thought, how can I sort of utilize something like TikTok to potentially bring in followers to my stream and i was like oh, i don't know i don't really know how to do it i'm not really sure and then i just kind of i thought look maybe just post up a few videos and see how they go i posted up a few videos they weren't okay they weren't anything anything special they weren't you know nothing to to really like like hang your hat on and then um i just was like ah, oh, i don't know like maybe i should just post like some some streaming tips sort of stuff like some really like insightful sort of streaming tips and I just sort of found this song. It was like a rock is a rock star song. I'm i I'm sure a lot of TikTok um TikTok users know that the rock star song. Um but I found this song and I was like, oh maybe I'll just let's make a video to that. And I made a video and it went really well. And I was like, oh wow that that really caught me by surprise. And then I kind of thought, okay, well, if that worked, let's try and replicate it. And I just kept replicating, 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 using the same sound, the same tiktok smile at the start of every stream um Mm. at the start of every video and it kind of just um started growing and growing and growing and then i noticed that what was happening was and this is a really important point what was happening was i started to get twitch conversions so people coming across to my twitch streams but the problem was people were coming across to my twitch streams and they were asking really detailed and specific uh questions about um pc parts Because I started Mm. doing a few videos on TikTok around, uh, you know, top three mice, top three 60% keyboards, um, et cetera, et cetera. And what ended up happening was people were coming across to my Twitch stream to ask questions about um, PC parts. And I found it very difficult to answer really detailed PC questions Mm. um, while I was streaming. So what what I actually did was I reached out to Legend Daily. Um, he was going live on TikTok one time, and he said, "This is before he closed his Discord DMs." And he said, "Hey, my Discord DMs are open." Blah, blah. So I just shot him a really detailed thing. I was like, "Hey, mate, I've seen your your content. I'm I really love it. Like, I think what you've done is amazing. Um, I'd you know I'd really love if you have a look at my um my TikTok um my TikTok feed. See what I'm doing right and see what I'm doing wrong. At that stage, I think I had about twenty, maybe sixteen thousand, seventeen thousand, um. And he gave me some really good advice. And one of the things that stood out was you need to create content that is about you and that you like to create and that really resonates with what you want your community to be known for. And I thought about this and he said, you know, if that means you have to post a Twitch clip, because up to that point, I hadn't posted any of my Twitch clips on TikTok. He was like, if that means you have to post a Twitch clip And it does 10 times worse than any of your other content. Like that doesn't matter like because at the end of the day, you're going to be, you're going to be bringing in like a hundred percent of the viewers that you want, even though that hundred percent might only be one, this is going to get a bit mathematical, but that hundred percent might only be a really small amount compared to what you would be getting in. If you were posting the content you were usually known for, like which was PC part advice, streaming tips. Um, then, then I think it's it's hundred percent worth it because when people come across, they'll not come across to ask PC part questions. They'll come across because they want to see more of what they saw on the Twitch clip. And at that that it was almost a little um, it was almost a little uh, I guess changing point for me. Um, and I think there's a you can sort of see on my TikTok profile if you go, if you scroll back, you can sort of see the point where I stopped creating those tip videos and it kind of, I, I, I noticed a very, very sharp decline in my views and I got a bit discouraged about it, but then over time it just sort of started building back up and, and that was a really, um, sort of a really insightful point of my, of like my TikTok career, I guess, if that, if you want to call it that. Um, and it was awesome to see people actually come across from TikTok to my Twitch and not ask PC parts, but say, Hey, I saw you on TikTok, I love your content. Instead of coming across and saying, Hey, I saw you on TikTok, what do you recommend about this CPU and this GPU? Will it bottleneck? And I was like, like that, like that just that simple comparison of the, the viewers that were coming across made it a lot easier for me to, me to stream. And I was because I was getting a little bit stressed out streaming and having to sort of answer. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting one. So I think my advice to anyone that wants to grow on TikTok is make content that's relatable, right? Make content that is relate- relatable, so people can view it and they can they can relate to it. Make content that is engaging because watch time is a huge thing on TikTok. You need people to watch your video in its entirety. It's a big metric that they that that considers whether a video is going to keep going viral or it's going to like just plateau. If, yeah. yeah, and and you know, things things to do that are quick camera changes, not being not spending too long on the same um the same video, like you know, if you're swapping in between different scenes in a video, that can really help. Um and the other thing is you need to make um content that is I guess relatable to what yeah, as I was saying, like what you want to produce and what you're known for. Um so if 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 you are a gamer, if you're a Twitch streamer. Make Twitch, make Twitch-related content. So make streaming, uh, like streaming POV, so like a point of view. So you can do a little skit where you've got, you know, a streamer who's struggling, and then like he's got zero viewers, and then a viewer comes in, and it's like the best day of his life because there's someone there to vibe with, and just you know things like that that, that people can sort of relate to. Because there's are there are a lot of, you know, small streamers who who do, as you said, who do stream to zero viewers, and then one a viewer comes in, and it's like, man, this is awesome.
0: Yeah. So, totally.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's sort of my take on on TikTok. It's a funny, it's a funny thing. I didn't really think TikTok would grow as quickly as it did, and it kind of caught me a little bit by surprise. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really, really enjoying it.
0: That's so awesome. I think, um, like, that's. Um, I think TikTok. I mean, it it helped Low a lot. It helped Legend. It helped Aiden. And obviously helped you. And i, I I've just noticed um I've, I've learned so much stuff. Like the, I this is almost like a proper like school lesson I've learned <laughs> that much so far. But like, you know, as you were talking about the TikTok smile, like I was I told my friends uh, I think yesterday uh no, it might have been a week ago. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, this I've been in this guy called Jonesy Stream like every day now, and I'm really been enjoying him. Do you know who he is? And he's like Oh, is that the guy that does like that really cool smile on TikTok? Yeah. And like it, the gamer? And then I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's him. Like it's it's almost, it's a, yeah, it's itself. a funny,
1: it's a funny thing. Try it. That's another really good point that I probably should have brought up. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up because it's, it's, you need to have something that's like, that differentiates yourself, that, that, mm. that you can be known for. And mine, I didn't mean mine to be the TikTok smile, but it ended up being that. And yeah. I was speaking to Aiden the other day, actually, and he said, um, he was like, Yeah, when I first saw your page, I was like, look at this guy, look at his smug smile. Like, hmm. God. And he was like, Man, I'm sick of seeing this guy on my for you page, et cetera, et cetera. And then it wasn't until he actually I think I actually I think I must have commented on a couple of his videos or something that he kind of um he kind of was like, Oh, this guy's actually all right. Like he's not actually smug at all, blah, blah, blah. But the thing about it was like irrelevant of if people thought, if someone says and they think I'm smug or if they think it, I'm I'm happy or whatnot, like it still ties something to me, and I think that that's a really important important thing because you look at someone like, um, you look at a lot of the the successful, um, TikTok accounts, you'll see that there's something that they're tied to that they're known for, um, and I think that that's really important. To differentiate yourself from all of the other TikTokers out there, what can you do um, to differentiate yourself? And I obviously started with this TikTok smile, and I don't really do as much of that anymore. I should, but I've, I've, I've converted that into my obviously a channel point on my Twitch, mm. my Twitch channel. But I think that you know what what I when I look at myself and I think, what am I known for? I try and think, okay, well, what what is my niche? And I think, okay, I'm Australian. I'm a gamer, I'm a twitch streamer. Let's combine those three things and I try and do like I try and do content that's kind of relatable to all those three things. Um, yeah. and I think if you can do that then then that's awesome. But yeah, definitely having a differentiator is also really, really important as well.
0: yeah, I love that. So now we've covered Twitch, we've covered TikTok. I was looking at your Instagram and I saw that a lot of your photos are from locations all around the world like Iceland, France and lots of other places like that. Is that a big passion?
1: Yeah, like I – it's funny. I Like last year I did a – last year was a big year actually. I did the Everest Base Camp trek uh, with my brother, which was absolutely insane, one of the best things I've ever done, one of the most challenging things I've ever done as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And then to back that up – couple months later i went to europe with uh with my girlfriend and my family because our our cousin was marrying a a french lad uh i was marrying a french lad and they were having their wedding in bordeaux and look we were like well we can't just go over you know for a weekend for the wedding it's a little bit of a waste of money to go just for not that it would be a waste of money but we thought why not add on you know a couple of weeks on the on the side to to really do a do a good trip and and me and the girlfriend ended up going yeah to to some crazy places we went to Egypt we went to Croatia Iceland um we went to France uh we went to Dubai it was uh absolutely insane and i think to to answer your question yeah i absolutely love traveling and one of the reasons why i wanted to do content creation full time, uh, was because I wanted to have my own schedule. I want to be able to get to a point in my life where I can say, Hey, you know, I'm going to take two months off and I'm just going to go and enjoy some time with my family or time with my girlfriend. Um, and really just, you know, de-stress because I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of jobs at the moment and, 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 you know, not just at the moment, I think jobs, I mean, jobs can be quite stressful um, when you're when you're working with time pressures, and not saying that content creation doesn't have its time pressures. But I just I just okay. feel, you know, working to your own schedule is 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 a uh, is something that will that that I that I really uh, yeah I really look forward to hopefully getting to it at some point and being able to say hey you know I'm going to take a couple months off and do some travelling because you know there's so much of the world to see um, and it's something that I really 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 like to do do more of.
0: That's awesome. So before we uh, finish off, I just want to go back a bit to your childhood and what were your your main dreams as a kid?
1: Uh, main dreams as a kid. So I actually grew up, I had a bit of a, I had a couple of, um, I had like a pretty rough sort of medical history. I was actually born with three holes in my heart um, and also I've had uh, epilepsy as well, which I don't have anymore. Um so I kind of didn't really have a normal start to my life in terms of I couldn't really. Uh, it took me a little bit to sort of get on my feet and 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 really sort of, you know, get you know start, start I guess start start just being a normal a normal kid. But when when I was younger, I actually had aspirations to be a pilot. <laughs> I wanted oh, yeah. to be a I wanted to be a pilot. Um, I thought that that was really cool. I had a fascination with. With planes, and I still, you know, I don't have a, a, I wouldn't say I have a fascination anymore, but I still, you know, that's, I guess that's why I, I sort of like traveling. I always love going to the airport. I always love, you know, jumping on the plane. Um, but I guess my, yeah, my aspirations were to be a pilot. And then as I went through school, I kind of didn't really feel like I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then when I sort of got to uni, I knew that I, I enjoyed gaming and I enjoyed, um, you know, I enjoyed spending time on the computer and, and, and all that sort of stuff. But, but at that time it wasn't really, you know, I couldn't just be like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to go and, and start streaming. I'm just going to go and become a professional gamer. Cause back then it wasn't really something that people, <laughs> people did. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think I, I just sort of studied business systems. I took a, a course at, at university for business systems, um, studied that which is kind of i guess a a course where it's half business management and half uh it i really enjoyed it um and then obviously starting my my full-time jobs a job in in corp incorporate as a consultant i like i enjoyed it but i knew deep down that it wasn't something that i always wanted to do for the rest of my life um but yeah that's sort of i guess where i sort of came from as as a child it was it's a bit funny i kind of Took me a little while to sort of really know what I wanted to do, but as as I say, um, a lot on my stream, sometimes you sometimes you have to do something that you don't like to learn what you want to actually do with your life. Um, it can be a hard lesson. Sometimes it can be stressful as well. But I think um, you know if you your experiences of what you what shape you, uh, and they'll, they'll, those are the things that'll that'll shape you into the person. Um, your best like your best self in a sense mm. um so i think yeah
0: so just just i thought of something as you said so you have you uh, talking about uh, i mean you i guess having aspirations to be a yep. pilot when you're younger have you tried out microsoft uh flight simulator yet i
1: i have i'm very keen to download it and and, and purchase it and and mm. give it a crack i funnily enough when i was young I, I really young young kid i used to go uh when i before i was actually in school i used to go my brother would be at school and he did this thing called computer lab and <laughs> i was basically an after school thing where um a couple of the people a couple of the students would would i guess do things on the computer like play games and, and learn about computers and whatnot and uh mum would, would Dropped me off there and actually let me hang out in the in the the class while she went and did some shopping or whatnot. And I remember I used to sit with this one kid and just watch him play the old Microsoft Flight Simulator like day in, day out. Um, and I always and and I'm I always wondered to myself maybe that's why I had aspirations to be a pilot. Yeah. And 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 maybe funnily enough, it was actually a computer simulation that sparked the interest of wanting to be a pilot as opposed to me wanting to be a pilot and then enjoying watching a computer simulation so i think it's very funny but to answer your question i'm very very close to purchasing it and giving it a, a crack because i think there's some amazing features in it like you can fly over your house which is insane like yeah, the graphic I, I, quality how about yourself have you
0: i i picked it up uh, yeah. i think two two three days ago and yeah. Because I have, like, you can get Xbox Game Pass on the Microsoft store. Yeah. So, and that's only a dollar. So then I, instead of, oh, yeah, yeah. For so sure. Like, oh, there's nothing to lose. I already have it. Let's download it. And it was crazy. Like, I flew into my school. I don't know if that's a good thing to do. Um, I crashed into my house. Uh, <laughs> swerved the Birch Khalifa multiple times. Yeah. Like, that, it, it's that, so much fun. It's, it's,
1: it's, I think it's one of those, it's one of those games that um, it allows. It allows people to sort of do what they want to do, like obviously it's a it's an you know it is got the the team probably put in hours and hours of 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 uh, hard work to make it as realistic as possible, yeah. and then you know there's like people like me or people like you that just want to fly over a house or yeah. like like you know what I mean like it's it's a funny that's the funny thing about simulators, but yeah it, I definitely now now you've mentioned it now it's back in the front of my mind and I think I might yeah. have to. Maybe, maybe uh, give it a crack on stream. Yeah, Some it's so could be much fun. Funny. It's
0: like midnight, you're on a Discord sharing your stream, yeah, you have yeah. your friends as your co pilots and then oh, you're just that's great. doing all this fun stuff, flying over each other's home. Oh,
1: that is beautiful. So I've been that doing it every
0: night, and it's just oh, so much fun.
1: Absolutely insane. Yeah. No. But
0: anyway, one more thing. Yeah. I uh, just want to, before we go on to my last little topic of yep. the, the podcast, so if you could go back to your 12-year-old self, which is my current age, yep. What advice would you give yourself?
1: Good one. Um, I think that one of the things about being young is you kind of have a lot of, not saying that I don't have a lot of freedom, but you kind of have a lot of freedom to just do whatever you want. I know it may not seem like that. You know with parents maybe saying you know you, you got to do this so you got to do that you and you know you've bills. got you, you know you got yeah. the rigmarole of school and and all that stuff i think that one of the things i would say is just enjoy every moment of being a kid enjoy everything you can and if that's you know sitting outside i don't know running around you know doing doing whatever whatever you want to do just do it and and make sure you you enjoy what you're doing because i think as you get older, you kind of don't really have a point in your life where like it's funnily funny in life. There aren't actually many flick the switch moments in life. It's kind of you only realize it until it's too late and not saying it's too late for me. but like you know it would look a bit weird if I went outside and just started riding around on my scooter and and you know, you know all, all the crazy things yeah. you can do as a kid. Like I think aside from like having fun, I think it's never too early to start thinking about what you want to do, because I think at the younger you are, the more open you are to a lot of different, um, a lot of different career choices and a lot of different things that you, mm. as you get older, you may think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already halfway through, you know, this university course, like may as well finish it out. Like, or, you know, I'm decide, you know, I've done a bit of it at school. Maybe I should do an it course. I think the more you start to think about what you want to do when you're older um is will help i think it will re- it'll really help when you get to you get to like you know 17 or 18 when you're making some of the more more harder decisions i think if you've sort of had, had to think about it then you know you're gonna be you're gonna be in a better situation and i look at someone like yourself you know you, you've, you've got this podcast and i think that you're doing an exception like when you contacted me i thought wow this guy is wow, this is, this is awesome. I, I wish that when I was 12 years old, I did like a podcast like this. Cause I think it's, yeah. it's such a, it's such an awesome, awesome thing to do. And I think one of the things you said earlier, where you're saying, you feel like you're learning, uh, like I was teaching you or whatnot. And, and I thought that is such an amazing attitude to have as well. So I think what I would say to, to someone like yourself is keep doing what you're doing, because it is, it's an absolutely awesome, awesome thing. Do what you love. And if, if, if something's, if something, if you feel like something's challenging, then ask for help. You know, ask, yeah. ask, ask your parents or ask your 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 siblings, um, or even your teacher. Like, ask them for help because mm-hmm. people are always, um, people older than you are always, most of the time, they're always willing to help and they always want to yeah. get involved in your life. So, you know, definitely always reach out. Um, yeah, definitely always reach out. And, and as well, mate, if you ever want to reach out to me if you want any advice or whatnot, always open. Thank you always so open. much
0: for that. So, just before we uh, finish up this pretty long podcast, um, <laughs> which is really awesome, I have a, uh, some, a bit of a tradition I've had throughout my 19 episodes I've recorded so far, is I have a virtual spin the wheel up on my computer. Yep. So, they're kind of quick fire questions. These have absolutely nothing to do with your profession. Yeah. Um, they're incredibly random. So, uh, I'm just going to spin Beautiful. it for the first time. And the first one is, rate a bunning snag out of 10.
1: Oh mate, there, there is no rating scale because bunning snags are the best thing in the world. Like, yeah. if you were to rate a bunning snag against another sausage, come on, you got to be, you got to be dreaming. You got to be a good dreaming. Twelve
0: out of ten. I, I yeah. don't eat meat anymore, but when I did, it was uh, best.
1: Oh, ever. the the smell, <gasps>
0: man. Far out. I need to go get one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I've, pretty hungry.
0: In the car with a whole family. Oh. oh, yeah. Do you reckon if they made a fragrance for a Bunnings? I was snag thinking, paper?
1: I was. Th- I actually, funnily enough, the other day I bought a Bunnings cap, a corduroy Bunnings cap, because I thought, man, if there's any way that I can rep Bunnings on my streams, yeah. well, a cap's going to be the way to do it. Yeah. But I reckon there's so many. Funnily enough, I think if they released a fragrance, Bunnings snag fragrance, people yeah. would buy it. Every every
0: proper Aussie brickie or whatever would be all oh, yeah. over it. Oh yep, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, next one, what is your favorite smoothie?
1: Favorite smoothie. Ooh. <sighs> to be honest, I as much like I like my ice cream. I like vanilla ice cream, so I like like a vanilla smoothie. Like it sounds plain, mm-hmm. right? It sounds boring, but I think like man, I like that, you know. I think that yeah. uh you know chocolate's a bit overpowering. You know, just get 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 some plain vanilla in you. I think that's that's what I'd say.
0: I like that. All right. <laughs> next one. What is your favorite city?
1: Favorite city. Uh that's well cool. other than other than Melbourne. Um, yeah. I recently obviously, as I said, I was in Iceland and their their home sort of city or their, their main city is Reykjavík. And I think that place is just if you want to escape from from everything and just go to a place where you think wow this is complete like this is just another world like that I mm. that that would be what, what I'd say
0: Yeah, Iceland's one of my bucket list places uh, definitely, I, definitely. I have a lot of friends just, cause yeah. I do a lot of photography um and that's that's it's actually my main audience. Dream. and oh just oh, I've, my my dad's been there a few times in the last few years.
1: Oh and yeah.
0: I, I'm hoping maybe one day we could uh have yes. Go on a
1: good trip. Do it. Do it. Yeah, you must. You must.
0: All right. Next question. What is your favorite food?
1: Favorite food. I like uh Korean. Mm. So Korean cuisine has like a lot of. I love cheese, and Korean cuisine has quite a lot of cheese in it. Uh yeah. They 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 add a lot of cheese into their their dishes, and I think you know, thinking about like winter, um, you know, you have got some absolutely delicious like. Korean cuisine, and you just put, you know, you go stick your fork in, and you lift it up, and it's just cheese melting <coughs> ice, just delicious, absolutely delicious. Yeah. I like their spice as well, and I like I yeah. like a bit of spice. So
0: nice. All right, next one. Who is your favorite streamer other than yourself?
1: <laughs> this is a good question. This is a good question because I get this a lot in my chat. um Funnily enough, I re- like aside from the fact that you know. He duetted me on TikTok. I really enjoy Laserbeam, yeah. Just because so, he's he's an Australian lad, he's down to earth and he doesn't take things too seriously. And I think right, that that's a really out. that's a really important thing not taking things too seriously, you know.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. All right, next one. Who is, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, but if so, who is your favorite podcaster? Or <laughs> podcast
1: well, he was in a little bit of controversy just recently, but I really enjoy Joe Rogan. Because just because, um, I think some of the guests that he's had on there, it, it, I think, and I think that's the great thing about podcasts is that you can have a guest who may have a doctorate in, you know, astrophysicists, he might be an astrophysicist or he might be have a doctorate or a PhD in something. Um, and they come in, and Joe Rogan's first question will be something completely left field, nothing really related to, to what they're. Their, yep. their field of uh their profession may mm. be but it really just eases the conversation in and then they slowly start to talk about really complex topics but then joe rogan will say something like oh so explain to that explain to me like i'm five like can you can you just like dumb that down for me and he'll ask really dumb questions yeah but it means that that the whole the whole podcast is just a lot more enjoyable it doesn't feel like yep. a, like an elitist sort of conversation is really cool so i think yeah, yeah probably probably joe rogan but i do listen favorite to quite episode? a episode oh i like the episodes with brian cox because i've got a little oh, bit yeah. of a fascination with space and i think that joe rogan and brian cox they're obviously elon musk as well is pretty funny to listen to but yeah, that was um that one. yeah all
0: right next one who's your favorite instagrammer
1: favorite instagrammer it's a good question well i mean i'd probably get in trouble if i didn't say my girlfriend uh she yeah she she's she's a she's an Instagram influencer um yeah. and she like way before I started doing content creation, she was sort of doing um content creation on Instagram and she puts in so much work like it is absolutely insane to see uh like i I remember when when I first uh when she first started posting content on Instagram the amount of work that she puts in and I thought, if my work ethic can be as half like half as good as yours when it comes to content creation, then I think I'll do okay. Um, so I'll probably say my girlfriend as cheesy as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Your favorite YouTuber,
1: uh, favorite YouTuber. Well, I mean, laser beams on YouTube, but I think in terms of growing up, I grew up watching a lot of PewDiePie. Um, it was just sort of the time that I was, I was growing up. Um, it's sort of the era that I grew up in. Um, and I remember, you know his amnesia series on on YouTube. I I I remember watching that day in day out, just absolutely loving it, loving the engagement. Um, and I think aside from from PewDiePie, I look at someone like obviously like Mr. Beast, um, and then obviously I'm not sure this might be lesser known to a few people, but uh, Casey Neistat.
0: I love Casey, and the I the
1: reason that. why I yeah he is. I think the reason why. I really enjoy watching his uh, his his vlogs and his his YouTube videos are that they really they don't require a lot of effort as a viewer you can kind mm-hmm. of just sit there and watch and you just just have it on have it on there and you can kind of just tune in and out and it's just I absolutely love it and I think um, I think he's a, a fantastic yeah individual. that's something
0: I love about him especially on the you know he's kind of been in that filmmaking photography industry yeah. for a for a long period of time and I, I find it um I think that's what I've especially with his vlogs recently that it used to be so you know focused on filmmaking which I absolutely loved but now it's become it's become so raw in a way and it's more just like documenting his life like kind of like not carelessly but he he doesn't he used to be so, I guess, perfectionate on what he'd film to make sure the viewer likes it the most. Yes, I've been loving yes. him at the moment where he'll film him and his daughter going out for a walk. Yes, or his recent Brent video, his, his recent ones have whatever.
1: been awesome. I yeah, think you
0: know, going to Target and you're uh, yes, saying, yes, asking your daughter questions like I, you wouldn't expect that from a filmmaker. Yeah, but that's, exactly. that's what I love about exactly.
1: him. Exactly, it's it's very um, it's very raw and very um. In a sense, he's, 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 he's it's quite a vulnerable thing that he does, and I really like that.
0: Yeah, really same like here. That. So we're going to go to the last one, and that is what is your dream microphone and camera setup? <laughs> well,
1: recently I was running uh, just a USB microphone and a, the, the Logitech C920, which is a very popular, um, I guess, webcam to start with for streaming. Um, but recently I got the Sony a6400 with a Sigma uh, 1.4 uh lens and the Shaw SM7B. Um, I thought, you know, given I'm gonna go content creation full time, I'll really give this a crack. I had, I, I you know, I've been saving all of the money that's been coming in from Twitch, not that it's been a lot of money, but I've been just trying to put as much of that. Away, way so that I can keep reinvesting it in my stream. I think that's yeah. a really important thing to do is just reinvest in yourself. Um, and honestly, like I absolutely love, I probably wouldn't upgrade this for a long time, to be honest. I think I, I, this is perfect for my needs. It, yeah. It's not too over the top. I mean, the mic is probably a little bit over the top, but um, yeah, I, 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 that's probably my... My dream setup, anyway, at the moment. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I mean that's that's the thing with the Shaw SM7B. I mean, most full time podcasters, streamers, yeah, and stuff like that, use it, and I think that's what makes it, you know, that good. The way you can get that such crispy, you know, amazing audio. yes yeah, it's, it's, it's on my it, wish list at the moment it, for oh, my mate, podcasts it, and YouTube yeah. and stuff. But I'm just thinking, if there a better way I could spend that money? I know what a you. Yeah, thing, like, I you know, know what
1: you mean. It's one of those things where I always say that there's no, it's kind of like when you get like some new clothes, you kind of, it's it's weird. Like there's nothing like a fresh, like a fresh jumper or like a, yeah. fr- like a fresh pair of jeans or, or whatnot to make you just feel a little bit more confident. And I think that if there's anything that can make you feel confident, if it's a light in your room, if it's a camera, if it's a microphone, if it's in your desk, in your chair, if it's some glasses, if it's, you know, a drink bottle, if it's anything at all that makes you feel Mm. More confident when you're streaming or content creation, then get it because at the end of the day, like you're not gonna look back and think, "Geez, I really shouldn't have bought that microphone. I really shouldn't have bought that camera. I really shouldn't have bought that chair." You know, like I, th- I think that anything that can make you feel more confident, go for it.
0: Yeah, I like that. But that is gonna pretty much do it. Just one last tiny little thing. Uh, at the end of my podcast, I always ask my guests. So if from the people that you know, is there anyone that you think would suit the podcast that you could potentially introduce me to?
1: Sure. If you wanted to have a chat with any of the TikTok guys that you've mentioned in here, Gutsy Aiden, Lowe, Legend Daily, um, et cetera, I could even, I mean, it's a long shot, but I could reach out to Laserbeam as well um, if you'd like.
0: Jeez, that'd be insane. <laughs> we'll reach out more after uh, this about that. But thank you guys so much for joining if you um, made it this far, I'd want to say a huge thank you. Make sure to check out my socials, uh, all of my socials, my YouTube, my TikTok, my Twitch. My Instagram is 56 grid. And make sure to go check out Jonesy's Twitch and Instagram, uh, TikTok, everything like that at J-O-N-Z-Z-Y. Have an amazing morning, evening, or day, wherever you are in the world. And I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode, back in the future. We out.